Welcome to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so happy you have joined us today. Today is open line, so it's all about whatever you want to talk about. So we have no idea what that will be, so surprise us. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We don't have a birthday to celebrate, Doug. We've had two this week. Not one today, but we're still going to have a good time. Right. Yeah. My birthday's in January, so it's a long way off. We missed it, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We won't again. Uh, We definitely won't next year, but uh, nonetheless, (laughs) we'll be sure to celebrate you. Maybe we'll bring back the show far and uh, have you play a little tune for us on your birthday. That might be fun. Uh, I do want to remind you that Dave and Jana Robbins will be in New Orleans this weekend. Uh, tomorrow night at 6 p.m. and Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Um, Dave will be teaching on the Antichrist Socialistic Kingdom and Breaking Prophecy News. So it is in uh, Marrero specifically, but it's New Orleans area. If you're in that area, make sure to uh, plan to come out and join us. We'd love to see you there, meet you, and um, have a good time talking about what's coming in Bible prophecy and in our world. You can learn more about the event by going to endtime.com events. Or by giving us a call, 800-END-TIME is the number to call to learn more about our events. Also, don't forget we have those slots open for the tour. This coming fall, we'll be taking a group to Israel. And um, it is a great tour. One, because uh, what makes ours a little bit different than the others is um, the travel days. So we know that you're going to spend... Uh, with with some of the others, you're going to spend two to four days traveling, and then you end up only getting five or six days of being in Israel. Uh, we plan around that and make sure that most of the days uh, we're actually gone for a few more days because of those travel days, and uh, we get to spend about a whole week, I think maybe eight days in Israel. So we don't want you to miss out. If you're going that far, why not take an extra day or two and get to see everything? So uh, give us a call about that as well. Eight hundred in time. Ask for Brittany or Jana. And uh, they will be able to help you out. And, you know, just one more thing about that. Um, Dave said yesterday that we had only two spaces available, but it's gone back to three. Because someone signed up and backed out. Yes. And so we we now have three available again. (laughs) I don't know, but you really don't want to miss it because it it, it really is cool. I mean, it's a great opportunity. And and looking at things from a, a prophecy perspective, you see different places than most of the tours go. So. It's good that way, too. It certainly is. All right. Patriotism. Does it equate to terrorism? It's a good question, Vince. It's a good question. It's a topic that Facebook certainly doesn't want us to talk about. So be sure to share this video to get the word out. It'll help us break through the algorithms and the censorship that occurs naturally when we start talking about things like this. So be sure to do that now. It'll help us out a lot. Um, from The Blaze, Thursday, Senator Ted Cruz Question FBI Director Christopher Ray. I was at CPAC. Ted Cruz was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Couldn't come because he was doing this questioning. It just occurred to me that's why I wasn't there. Um, Let me ask you a question about that real quick. CPAC, does it go to different cities? Or is this like this year it's only held in Dallas? You know, the big one's in Florida. Okay. Um, there are, I think, three or 4,000 people there for the Dallas one. President yeah. Trump is speaking there tomorrow. Awesome. Um, and so there's a number of other conservative voices. Um, Sarah Palin was there. The My Pillow guy, what's his name? Um, Mike Liddell. Mike Liddell's there. Yeah. I even saw um, 
all these other names that aren't registering in my brain right now, now that I'm put on the spot. The, the guy from One American News? or Lots of people are yeah. there. It's unbelievable. But um, I was uh, had the privilege of going, and I got to rub shoulders with some uh, a lot of people that a lot of people know, and it was a good time. So, uh, But Ted Cruz was supposed to be there, wasn't able to be there because he was doing this. Yeah. Questioning Christopher Ray about a recent Project Veritas report that could potentially identify historic American symbols as militia, violent extremism. Mm-hmm. This is just more the same. Historic American symbols that would now be identified as militia, violent extremism. The document, leaked by an alleged whistleblower, suggests that FBI guidelines for identifying militia, violent extremism are broad. In the leaked document, the Betsy Ross flag... Mm-hmm. Well, let's just pause because how in the world is – what do you know, Doug? Why is that militia – or do we have pictures of these flags I think that's going to help? Yeah, you we You want do. these now or later? Let's go ahead and look at them because, I mean, this is one of the things. Of course, you know the, the Betsy Ross flag is the, the flag that represented the 13 colonies uh, in 1776. And so that, there's the flag up in the upper left-hand corner there. Uh, so that's the Betsy Ross flag. Yeah, it's a very patriotic flag. It's it's also been one of the things you know. I don't know if you remember uh, last year, a year before, where Nike had a shoe with the Betsy Ross symbol on there, and they took it off the market because there were so many people complaining that uh, you know this patriotic symbol was on a Nike shoe. Is it because um, the thirteen original colonies had slaves, and that's? Why it's considered militia violent extremists now? I have no idea, Vince. Oh, you don't know why we're I, doing I really this? don't. Okay. And, you know, when we we're going to look at a clip later of Ted Cruz and and what he talks about, it's kind of like how could this be a problem? But anyway, the original flag of the thirteen colonies—that's the flag. You know, when you grew up in school, or at least when I did, of course, uh, that was a little bit ahead of your time, but. I can remember the picture. I remember uh, this picture. You remember the picture of Betsy Ross yeah, that she has shown it, and she's standing there showing it to George Washington. And yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we even had to color that picture Probably. when I was a kid. You know, from that paper that had that purple ink. It was like chiseled so in good. stone back when you were in yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> the other one's the uh, Gadsden flag. Yes, the "Don't Tread on Me" with the snake coiled up, the rattlesnake. And well, I don't uh, like snakes, so you know. Yeah. Well, just remember these were these were symbolic to uh, important, you know, wartime things. You know that we had it. It's all it all goes back to history in the United States, yeah. which is something they want to get rid of is the patriotism and the national. Uh, so we're probably doing a very big disservice by displaying this picture for so long. Yeah, maybe I don't. Facebook care is just so their much. servers are smoking now because we've got this. It's probably going to outrage some folks. Militia, violent extremist yeah. um, graphics Absolutely. on here. <laughs> then of course you got the "Come and Take It" the Gonzalez flag there, yes. and uh, and the two A references to the Second Amendment reference. They they took it down, but that's they, not what I was did. trying to say there. I was right. like, hurry, take that picture down. It, no, <laughs> I was seriously saying. That I have a T-shirt with "Come and Take It" on there, the Gonzalez flag. You know, and there's a great story behind. That flag, and it has a lot to do with the state of Texas. So you have no idea why this would be considered violent extremist no. stuff? Well, I do have an idea. Oh. We'll talk you about it. You have to wait on the other side of the break. <laughs> We're also going to talk about how uh, Earth is racing 
to complete revolution in less than 24 hours, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting because at the same time is speeding up, essentially. We've talked about that before. We have. The Bible kind of talks about that happening to some degree. And then we'll also um, get into a video from Ted Cruz, so you don't want to miss it. We'll be right back on the age. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800 Time. That's 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Degall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're taking your calls today. Today is open line, so it's all about whatever you want to talk about. However, we did have some information to share before we got to that. So we were talking about how uh, there's a leaked document um, from the FBI that could put um, um, historic American symbols on, put you on the list uh, for militia violent extremists, if you share these symbols or have these symbols, um, I guess, as part of your identification for your company or whatever it may be. And so um, we're posing that question and we're going to get into a little bit of world government and how that's influencing things like this a bit. But we also um, are going to make it about whatever you want to talk about today. So if you don't call in, we won't know what to talk about. So we need you to call 877 end time 877 Three six three eight four six three. We'll be getting to the calls that are there now soon. However, we do want to show this video of Ted Cruz before we do that. Doug, do you want to say anything before this, or we're going right into it? Well, I just want to say this, Vince, just to kind of you know set it up. So he's he's talking to the uh, the FBI uh, authority here, and he's asking him about this document. Just listen to how ridiculous it is as he's explaining things here that he's explaining about these symbols. And I just want you to think about what I said a while ago. I have a T-shirt that has the Gonzalez flag on it because I live in Texas. 
and that's kind of a big deal. It goes back to the Alamo days and uh, a cannon that Mexico gifted to Texas and then wanted it back when the war started with Mexico. And so that's where the whole flag comes from. But think about it. It's more fear-mongering. If you're telling people, people that wear this type of clothing or, or these fly these flags or whatever are terrorists. You think if I have that T-shirt on and I'm walking in a mall on the weekend or something or you know, at the park or something, and people see me wearing that T-shirt, automatically they're going to think I'm a terrorist, and I'm as far from being a terrorist as as you are, Vince, and I don't think either one of us are terrorists. So. I, I know I'm not. I know I'm not as well. So <laughs> anyway, just think about that as he explains the situation. We'll go ahead and watch that clip. Yesterday, it was reported that Project Veritas had obtained a copy of an FBI training material, which listed various symbols and themes which, in the FBI's estimation, were indicative of, quote, militia violent extremism. Now, these symbols weren't things like the Ku Klux Klan or the Nazi Party, which naturally would be symbols of that, but instead they included, rather astonishingly, patriotic symbols of our nation and our history. Included on this list is the Betsy Ross flag. Now, that's fairly remarkable that the Betsy Ross flag in the FBI's indication is indicative of violent, uh, militia violent extremism because among other people who have been publicly alongside the Betsy Ross flag, we have President Barack Obama, who was sworn in directly underneath two Betsy Ross flags. But it's not just President Obama. We also have President Biden, who was sworn in under Betsy Ross flags. Also on this list is the Gadsden flag. The state of Virginia has a license plate for the Gadsden flag, as do many other states. I think people would be astonished to find that having that license plate, the FBI indicates that you're a violent extremist. Also included on this is a text that I was particularly struck, is the Gonzales battle flag. Come and take it. I will self-report right now that every day in the Senate I wear my boots that have the Gonzalez battle flag on the back of them. Director Ray, what are y'all doing? This makes no sense. Do you, do you agree with this FBI guidance? Well, Senator, I, I'm not familiar with the particular document you have behind you, uh, and I'm not in the practice of trying to comment on documents that I haven't uh, recognized, but I will tell you that when we put out intelligence products, including ones that reference symbols, which we do across a wide variety of contexts, we usually uh, make great pains, take great pains to put uh, caveats and warnings in the document that make clear that a symbol alone is not considered evidence of violent extremism. <laughs> I love the fact that he threw his cowboy boot up there and said, hey, I wear this every day in Senate and has the Gonzalez flag on the back of my boot. Um, that's my kind of guy right there. He is from Texas. He is, yes. But, I mean, you see the danger here when we talk about this because we know that for a long time, Vince, they've been taking down statues that have a lot to do with our history. Um, you know, one of the dangers of that, I feel like, is if we don't have those statues to remind us of what happened at those battles and the time that we went through and the mistakes that were made, we're going to make those mistakes again eventually. We're not going to have those reminders of all these lives that were lost in the Civil War, all these lives that were lost in different battles and things like that. 
It's, it's more than just about being a patriot and being proud of the nation you live in. It's about your history, like uh, Senator Cruz was talking about there. And to see two different presidents that were uh, sworn in under these flags, does that make them extremists? That's a very good question that he posed to that FBI director. So, Well, Doug, I, I would suggest the deeper uh, thing going on here is less about eliminating history for the sake of eliminating history, which I know you know. Um, but if these things are bad, which it was, you know, pro-America, pro-separate from where we came from and establish our own independence mm-hmm. and maintain that independence, what's really happening here is we're breaking all that down to get closer to being in this governing body. Right. That is not exclusive to our country, yeah. Because that's racist, as is, is, is some of the uh, proposed cause behind that. It's it would be considered racist to say, you know, we're going to do our thing, and if you're from China, uh, that's not the thing we're doing. If you're from Russia or Great Britain or wherever else you're from, right? You know, we are doing our thing, and this is the way. And uh, as you know, for years, uh, many Americans, most of Americans would proclaim that America, the United States of America is the greatest country in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, that's bad to say that is, is what's being proposed. And so if we can cause these historic things to be looked down upon, then we erase them right. and graft into this governing body that will govern the whole world. Yeah. And the Bible says that's coming. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Revelation 13 tells us about the one world government that's coming and uh, it appears as though America is not involved in that government. And so they're trying to force us into it. It's why all the things are happening, really, Vince. I mean, when we look at all the things that are going on in the world right now, you're looking at the open borders. Uh, they want to give us an influx of these uh, people coming into this country that are not American. And so if we're holding to those American values and we're holding to all that, that's not a good thing. Remember, that was one of the eight goals that the WEF, uh, WEF, WEF listed uh, that they wanted to achieve by 2030 is eliminating the American morals and values that we have in this country. They want to get rid of that. And this is all part of that move. It's why they're teaching our kids, uh, you know, things uh, that are historically different than what I remember growing up. And so um, anyway, this is kind of the move that we're going in, take away the nationalism. That's a bad thing. If you remember the video that we had where um, Klaus Schwab was speaking to uh, the college campus there and he talked about nationalism being a bad thing and that all these young minds that were being developed, they're moving away from nationalist thinking and moving into more of a globalized thinking. And that's what they want to push. They want to push us as a global uh, union of, of peoples, and that's exactly what the Bible says is going to happen in the end time. So, Interesting stuff, Doug. Yeah, absolutely. We've talked about a little bit of what we wanted to talk about today. Mm-hmm. But it's all about you today. The number to call us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Let's, let's, let's get right to the phones. Nicole in Missouri, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Hi, Nicole. You're on the air. Hi. Okay, I have a question. Um, 
I was raised Pentecostal. Uh, my father and my uncle, my father passed away, but he was uh, a preacher, and my great-grandpa was a Pentecostal preacher, and my uncle was a Pentecostal preacher. And um, one thing that we've never... My dad believed in the rapture taking place after tribulation, that we would be here for the mark of the beast. But the Pentecostal preachers, because I, I got out of church and I started going back, uh, the Pentecostal preachers that I've talked to now, both of them, um, great people, good friends, um, they don't believe that. They believe that the rapture will take place before Mark of the Beast and Tribulation. And I can't find, I don't really understand Revelations, but it's really hard to, you know, that's my question. Well, what is your question, Nicole? Oh, will the rapture take place before the Mark of the Beast is released and uh, the Tribulation starts? Well, <laughs> Of course, if you follow this program at all, uh, Nicole, you, you know that we agree with your father's thinking that we are a post-tribulation rapture uh, teaching ministry here. And so to, to answer that question, I always take people to Matthew 24. I think uh, Nicole's just trying to get us in trouble today. <laughs> hey, you know what? Stirring the pot. This, this is always a great topic to talk <laughs> about. Uh, but Matthew 24, 29 through 31, is the, it's talking about uh, the return of Jesus Christ and our gathering together unto him. And so if you look at that, it says in verse 29, immediately after the tribulation of those days, uh, the sun shall be dark and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heaven shall be shaken and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory and he shall send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds. So right there we hear Jesus say immediately after the tribulation of those days. Uh, that's when he sends his angels to gather his elect. And so that's pretty pretty straightforward there. See, that's what I thought, because I have been following you guys a lot. And uh, yesterday, the program, I think it was yesterday, uh, was about the cryptocurrency thing. And it really got me to thinking and kind of scared me. So I called one of my pastors about it. And I was like, what are we going to do? I mean, okay, I can farm. I uh, raise cattle and pigs and chickens and a garden, and um, I'm in the process of trying to buy some property for my family and friends to come, and uh, sorry about me, um, to live so we could all fight for each other during that time because we can't buy and sell. Um, we need to eat. And one of the pastors, he's like, God is not going to put us through that. He's going to take us before that. And I said, yeah, but what about the Israelites that wandered in the forest for 40 years? God did not let them starve. And he said, no, you're talking about two different things. That was before, the, at the beginning. This is at the end. God is not going to let us starve. And I was like, no, God's not going to let us starve. But I think we're going to be here. And I didn't know how to tell him. I told him about uh, Matthew 24. I read that often whenever mm -hmm. I start thinking about 
rapture. Nicole, how are you with the internet? Are you are you good on the internet? Can you navigate yeah, it well? I, I can Google. <laughs> <laughs> That's good enough. Um, if you'll, when we get you on hold, uh, I'd like to get your email address, and we have what's called End of the Age Plus. Are you already a subscriber? I got that. I, okay. I don't well, subscribe well, to it because I don't have that kind of money. But well, here's I, what I we're going to do. We're going to gift it to you. It's going to be totally free for you. So um, give yes, Sherry your email address, and we'll give you oh a year's worth. How about that? Will that work for you? <laughs> we'll give you a year's worth, and when we send you the invite, we will uh, include some links on some of the content that we have for the rapture and second coming. We don't want you. We don't want to put you at odds with your pastor whatsoever. But by watching those lessons that we have, will help educate you and help you understand. Uh, more in detail some of the questions that you're asking. Uh, obviously today is open line. We don't have a whole lot of time to spend on one particular subject. So I want to gift that to you and uh, pray it's a blessing for you. So give your email address to Sherry on hold and we'll send you that access. So God bless you, Nicole. Thank you so much for calling. Doug, anything to add before we move on? No, that's good. She'll get a lot of good content there. I think she'll enjoy it while she's... Mm-hmm. Out there working on her cattle and stuff. Oh, I want to be doing what she's doing. I'll tell right. you that much. <laughs> I had to kill a chicken last night, Doug. It was in it was in torment, and mm. um, it was just one of those things that that might get us thrown off of Facebook right there. <laughs> that statement, uh, but uh, I'd much rather be dealing with cattle. I'll tell you that much. All right, let's go to uh, Earl in Florida. Earl, welcome to End of the Age. Greetings in the name of the Lord, guys. You're doing a marvelous job. Thank, Thank you, you, Earl. God bless you. What's your question today? My question is, I never hear anybody talk about the timing of Wormwood. Really? Hmm. And I'm wondering, what did Pastor Baxter teach about the timing of Wormwood, uh, you know, in the end time uh, time frame? Well, we, knowing that that is... Um, the third trumpet. Uh, if you if you've ever had an opportunity, Earl, to see our teaching on the seven trumpets, uh, it, he explains it very well in there. And you can you can actually watch a lot of lessons on the seven trumpets just by going to endtime.com. Uh, but we believe that that has to do with Chernobyl. And I guess after the break, I can go into that a little bit more. But we believe Wormwood was fulfilled with Chernobyl. Earl, stick around. We'll put you on hold and bring you back on. Sorry about that. Uh, the number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't forget to make plans to go to New Orleans for our conference this weekend, endtime.com slash events to learn more about that. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. 
The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Today is Open Line, so the show is all about whatever you want it to be about. And uh, that's going to happen through you calling in. And we have uh, full callers right now, but the number to join us is 877-END-TIME. And we were on the phone with Earl before the break, and he was, ask, uh, he was asking about um, what do we think about Wormwood and that he doesn't hear a lot of people talking about it in the end time. And so Doug was responding to him, and we brought him in too late, and so the music started playing, and so we're bringing him back. Doug, I don't remember where you left off, but I hope you do. <laughs> well, I, I can just say this, that um, you know the Chernobyl nuclear disaster uh, was the worst nuclear disaster we've had. And the thing about the prophecy there, it talks about a star falling that will contaminate the water. It'll make the water bitter. And that's exactly what happened during Chernobyl. They did a test and they shut down um, the nuclear reactor and it bent the rods. Therefore, it allowed a lot of pressure to build up and it blew up and it blew the lid up. I can't remember if it was like a mile high that the lid came up. But anyway, this fiery lid was thrown into the sky. Uh, the nuclear waste went into the uh, a storm that was coming, and the storm accumulated a lot of this nuclear radiation, and then it began to rain, and it uh, it made the waters bitter, just like the scripture says. And uh, the the great thing about that seven trumpet lesson, uh, Pastor Baxter was working on a particular project at the time, and he he said that God really put it on his heart. <coughs> excuse me to investigate this he had heard that wormwood meant uh, or that chernobyl meant wormwood and god just kept dealing with him on this and he finally just told the lord lord i've got too much going on i don't have time to research this and it was like the lord just gave him peace about it and said look call the library and she'll do the work for you and he called the library a few years ago yes quite a while back (laughs) when you would call the librarian yeah it was a long time ago it was back in the 90s (laughs) or maybe 80s probably uh, probably 80s and then he called this lady and she just so happened to be taking russian at the time uh, going through a class and she was able to give him all this information then she went and found all these books and and brought it back for him and it gave him all the information just like God said it would well since then one of the things they've done there Vince is they the Russian government it's not anything to do with uh, a Christian organization but the Russian government has uh, put a giant statue of an angel blowing a trumpet there at Chernobyl so it's almost as if God is saying, look, I'm giving you confirmation. This is what this is. So it's a very interesting prophecy, and we believe that Chernobyl fulfilled that prophecy. Well, thank you, guys. 
Yes, sir. Thank you, Earl. My pleasure. Could I say something? Absolutely. Depends on what it is, Earl. (laughs) We're on live radio. Well, uh, being on live TV, you guys are doing a marvelous work. Most of the Laodicean church is being taught the pre-trib lie of the devil. And I just want to say, you guys, keep up the good work. Thank you, Because you are one of the few voices who are telling the truth. Thank you, Earl. We appreciate it. Very kind of you, Earl. We are committed to telling the truth here at the end of the age, and uh, we don't plan on going anywhere in that regard. And one way we do that is on this daily show, End of the Age. It's streamed uh, live on the Internet, of course, and broadcasted on radio around uh, the United States. And it's on television uh, once a week on various networks. And so uh, that is the way Uh, our primary way that we get this message out. We're committed to telling the truth. The only way that we're able to do this and make it free for tens of thousands of people around the world is because of partners like you all out there watching. Um, And so people give to this ministry, and that's how we're able to do this. So if you would like to partner with us, one-time givers, uh, that happens every single month. There's some people that sign up for recurring giving. You can go to endtime.com slash give. And become a partner today to help us to continue to make this show available for totally free around the world every single day. Let's go to Teresa in Florida. Teresa, welcome to End of the Age. Teresa, are you there? I can barely hear you now. I was listening to the show on my phone. Now I can barely hear you. You were loud. Is there some way I can get your volume up? Um, I have no clue, but we can hear you loud and clear. How, how can you hear us now? Is it good? Um, uh, yeah, a little better. Um, okay, testing one, two, three. <laughs> you are loud and clear. Okay. What's your question today, Teresa? I got Teresa? you now. Yeah, you sound much better. Oh, um, thank you. Uh, I, I am in a Republican state. Uh, I'm in Florida. Okay. Republican state. But just like, you know, Texas, they have their their little blue areas, you know, in the red. Well, uh, uh, I happen to be in one of those blue little strongholds in the central part of the state. Uh, long story short, I was born and raised here, and I've had a lot of, um, I've been following you guys for a long time. I am a end of the age plus, and I... And on on board, the reason why I started was because of the Holy Spirit leading me into prophecy 30-plus years ago, and I've been, you know, watched Irvin and all that. Anyway, um, bottom line, the question is, how politically involved should I get in this area? Because it's very, uh, it's it's getting pretty um, ugly uh, in this uh, democratic, radical left stronghold. Governor is trying to address this. I'm trying to be very careful because this does go out on Teresa, you're not going to like my answer, I don't think. All right. I would suggest that you should get as politically involved as the Lord would like you to be. No, I agree with that answer. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was wondering. Well, I, you I know, I can't that... tell you how politically involved to get because that's not what God wants some people to do. And so, right, um, but I wasn't sure, you know, because, you know, the Lord, I love my Lord dearly. You hear me? Mm-hmm. I can tell you tons of supernatural intervention uh, in this town, I have been under massive attack most of my adult life, okay? And in uh, 2020, I did stuff I had never done before. 
because it was like it just burned inside of me. Got to do it, got to do it, you know. And I feel like Jeremiah. I kid around. I tell people, well, I'm kind of like Jeremiah's sister. I do use crying to cope with all the pain. <laughs> well, Teresa, go to endtime.com slash contact and fill out a form there. We have prayer with our team every single morning. And we pray for our partners every morning. And we have prayer requests that come in that we pray for as well. So I'd like you to go there and fill out the form and select prayer request. That'll go through to our team and we will be praying with you as you uh, figure out how to navigate what the Lord's calling you to do there in Florida. But we would love to pray with you. So please go fill that form out and we would, uh, we'll be mentioning your name in prayer here in the next couple of days. So God bless you. Thank you so much for your call. Let's go to Miguel in Kentucky. Miguel, welcome to End of the Age. Hello, praise the Lord. How are you all doing? We're well. How are you? I'm doing fine. Doing fine. Wonderful. What's your question today? Well, it's something that I wonder. I've followed in time ever since I was a teenager. It was actually kind of a, a what starstruck moment. I got to meet Brother Baxter at a general conference one year. Okay. Um, so, and I've always wondered, you know, in the Bible, it talks about the two witnesses that'll come and they'll get, you know, they'll prophesy and have power for 42 months. But I've always been curious, and I wanted to know what your all stance. Do you all believe it is actually two individuals that will come? Or I've heard some stances that it's the church and it's Israel. So I just wanted to see what your all's take on the two witnesses. Yes, we believe it will be two individuals. Um, the the Bible calls them the two prophets. And, and so uh, I believe that these two people... Uh, will be mortal. This is what end time believes, I should say, that we'll believe these will be mortal men because they'll be able to be killed at the end of uh, their ministry. Uh, but these two will come with the power and the spirit of Moses and Elijah. They'll do a lot of the things that Moses and Elijah was doing, uh, and but they will not physically be Moses and Elijah. Uh, right. Just like Scripture says, John the Baptist came in the power and the spirit of Elijah uh, these two men will come like that too because we know they'll be killed at the end of that ministry. So they have to be mortal men. And so that's where we stand on it. I know there's a big teaching that it's a uh, it's the Jewish Gentile church. Uh, there's a lot of people that, that teach that and people that believe that. But uh, when you start looking at Scripture and what it says that uh, will happen to them, uh, if, if it were uh, the Jewish Gentile church, you're talking about the entire Jewish Gentile church would have to die in the streets of Jerusalem. And that's just, that's not going to be possible. Not on the street. Yeah, it's not going to be possible. <laughs> and so it, it talks about these two witnesses that will do that. And so that's why we believe this. Miguel, are you on Into the Age Plus already? I think I used to be, but I think my membership made it, might have expired. But no, I used to be on. We're going to renew that today for you as a gift. Uh, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ is on there for streaming 24-7 on demand. And we have a lesson in there that specifically talks about the two witnesses. So um, give your email to Sherry when we put you on hold. And we will be sure to send you access to that. And um, you can check out the lesson on the two witnesses. Do you remember which lesson that is, Doug? I was trying to find it quickly here, and I'm not able to do it. But I do not. It's on it's there, a, though. It's a two-part uh, series, and so I can't remember which part it is. It's on. there. There's also the ebook, Doug, which yes. is particularly interesting. Uh, if you prefer book over video, mm-hmm. and uh, you would be able to check out that ebook and find it quickly 
um, that way. But anyway, Miguel, give your email address there and we'll gift that to you today. We appreciate your call. Lori from Kansas, welcome to End of the Age. Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Well, you kind of answered one of my questions when Teresa was on. I'm wondering, my friends that are overly, overly patriotic, but I don't really see them ministering the Word of God to people and bringing people to the Lord. Do you think that's biblical? And also, I wanted to know if, um, if you guys are even allowed to say, if you are able to give a website where we can get real information, like from the PAC and what Trump's doing. And my third question, if you can answer it, have you ever heard of Nasara Jessara? And what do you think about it? I didn't. You broke up on that last part. Have we ever heard who? Nasara Jessara. No. N e s a r a g e s a r a. Not familiar with with that. Okay. So that one was a quick answer. We don't yeah. know about well, that. I, I was hoping they'd be quick and not take up too much of your time. <laughs> the the second one was about I've lost it with the Nasara Jasara thing. Yeah, me too. What was your second question, Lori? Do you think it's biblical to be overly patriotic and not really ministering the word of God to people? Okay, that was your first question. The second question was, um, do we have a link for knowing really what for, Trump's doing? I don't. He, good luck. Yeah. Follow him on Freedom <laughs> Social, I yeah, guess. I That's probably no the best bet. Yeah. I have no Truth, clue. Truth Social. Truth Social. Sorry. Uh, yeah, because yeah, everything I'm seeing seems like a bunch of, you know, yes. mm, like fake news kind of stuff. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, your first one, uh, you know, is it biblical to be overly patriotic and not be uh, telling people about the gospel? That's true about everything. Uh, no, it's not biblical to be out of balance in the things that we do on this side of you know, on the world today. And so, um, you know, like I like I said before, I would encourage people to get involved as uh, politically as much as the Lord would want them to be. But that's not necessarily for everyone. And in all things that we do, we need to consume things with moderation. And uh, the Lord certainly doesn't want us to abandon being a disciple to be a politician. So. Uh, I hope that answers your question well enough. If it doesn't, Doug can clean it up on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. Remember to join us is 877-END-TIME. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Before we get back to the calls, I do want to remind you again that Dave and Jana will be in New Orleans, Louisiana this weekend. Conference is tomorrow night and Sunday morning. And so if you're in the New Orleans area, make plans to come out and join us. We'd love to meet you there, chat with you for a little bit about what the Lord is doing in the end time. So be sure to make plans for that. Uh, you can go to endtime.com slash events and learn more about that venue and the times and all of that. Or you can give us a call at 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. Also, don't forget about those uh, slots that are now available for the tour. Uh, that will um, be available, but not on our website. You'll, you'll have to call in for that 800-END-TIME Ask for Brittany or Jana. They'll be able to help you out with that. The, the tour was sold out uh, in 10 days, and then people have had to cancel for ver- various reasons. Like Doug mentioned before, um, one slot went away on Wednesday, and now it's back available again. So there's three open slots, and if you're wanting to go to Israel, we would love for you to come with us. So call 800 in time, ask for Brittany. Let me let me just say one. Oh, you more got to clean some that. stuff up from before. No, the no, break? no, no, okay. no. This is about the Israel tour. Just real quick, this okay. might help some people decide. Hey, I got to go on this. Not only are you getting to be with Dave and Jana on this trip, but you get to be with Sister Baxter, who's traveling on this trip, and Vince's mom. Vince's Kara, mom. Kara is also going to be on this trip. So you're getting four great. Energy field full of people. You're going to love being around Sister Baxter because she will make you laugh. And so will Vince's mom to say Well, say my that mom too. will not only make you laugh, but she will embarrass you sometimes. Well, you know, that's kind she of fun She proclaims uh, with her wild self. She says, I'm wild but saved. There you go. And uh, She's she a lot of fun to be around. And so you'll have a blast. And this is probably one of the last times... Uh, that the four of them will be able to go together, you know, for a while. So, um, and it's our first trip since Irvin passed away. Yeah, and so it'll be a, a very fun trip, but there'll yeah. be some emotional times, and because uh, you know we're walking those streets, mm-hmm. seeing those sights for the very first time without Irvin. And uh, yeah, if you were to pick any trip to go on, it would be this one, I would say. Yeah, and there's only three slots, slots available, and thousands of people listening to this. So yeah. You better call to get that last. Those and last when you slots. go to the upper room on this tour, trust me, it's going to be something you've never experienced before in your entire life. Just trust me on that one. And the Jordan River. The Jordan River is pretty awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get back to the calls. You can join us eight seven seven in time eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. Let's go to Sheila in Michigan. Sheila, welcome to End of the Age. Hi guys. How are you today? We're well. How are you? Good. I have a question. Um, in Revelation 20 and verse 8, when it talks about um, God and Magog, that's not the battle of Armageddon happening again, is it? Well, it, it is kind of another type of battle of Armageddon, but it's not, it's not the Gog and Magog that is the battle of Armageddon. That battle is going to happen. And then we're going to go into the millennial reign of Christ. But then after the thousand years is over, Satan's going to be loosed. He's going to go right back to those nations and he's going to deceive them. He's going to get whoever will follow him to once again try to invade Israel again, Jerusalem specifically. And uh, and there's, that's when the fire is going to come down from heaven and destroy everything. So... Uh, 
Yeah, it's it, they're called the same thing, but basically what that is is every nation coming against Jerusalem is what Gog and Magog is all about. It's every nation coming against Israel. Okay, one more question. In verse 6 of that same chapter where it says, Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. Um, so exactly when do the first resurrection happen? The first resurrection happens at immediately after the tribulation of those days like Jesus talks about. And the way we know this is because this is another clue that we give folks to help them understand that we will be here for the tribulation. So if you look at verse 4 of that same chapter, you see that John sees there the thrones and they that sat upon them and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded because of their witness of Jesus and the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither the image, neither had received the mark on their foreheads or in their hand. And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. So anyone who has the testimony of Jesus Christ, remember that uh, the Bible tells us in Revelation 12 that we overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb and the, and the word of our testimony. So anyone who... Uh, is a witness for Jesus Christ and has not taken the mark will be part of that resurrection. That resurrection happens at the second coming. And that's the rapture? That's the rapture, yes, ma'am. So the people that don't, um, that end up dying, um, like the people that were beheaded, what about the people, okay, I'm, I'm confused. So, at the end of the tribulation, mm-hmm. uh, when those people that came through that was beheaded, they're going to bring. So us that's raptured will be there too? Yes, because when you go back and you look in Revelation chapter 11 and you look at the seventh trumpet, it tells you, and now has come the time for the kingdoms of this world to become the kingdoms of our Lord and His Christ. And then it says, and the time to judge the dead. And to reward your servants, the prophets, and the saints. So we're not just talking about uh, New Testament saints. We're talking about Old Testament saints as well. That's why it refers to the prophets and then the saints. At that same time, those who have died that are Old Testament saints will rise. Like the Bible says, the dead in Christ will rise first. And then we that are alive and left... We shall be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. We'll receive our immortal bodies at the time of the resurrection. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go to Edward in Kentucky. Edward, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Hi, Edward. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the... Thank you. I wanted to tell you guys something. Um... I have been with uh, the, minist- the ministry of you, uh, picked it up one about seven years ago. And when all this thing in uh, 19, uh, 2019 and 2020, it started to wake me up a little bit. And then all of a sudden, you kept hearing about delays and delays and delays. And... Um, People is so messed up in the mind, they do not know who to believe. So what I did is, I listened to them a little bit, but the Bible is what you go for, 
and something that really gets my crawl. And I, I and you know what I'm talking about, uh, Matthew 21, 20, or Matthew uh, 24, 21, 22, and 29 through 31. I don't understand how them people believe believe that uh, it's going to be a secret rapture. And TikTok has got so much of that on there, I just go past it. Well, what's your I question today, Edward? Oh, the, uh, today is... Um, huh. You there? Oh, hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm here. Um, why is it that people is so ignorant? I know it says it in the Bible. It says that uh, I think it's in Ro- Romans or or uh, Timothy or something like that. But what I'm saying is I cannot understand why these people are are so e- ejecting the Word of God. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I understand what you're saying, Edward, and, and that's why uh, Matthew 24 is, is there for us to understand because it lays it out uh, pretty easily. Now, people are going to, they're going to twist and do things with Scripture to, to let it fit into what they want to believe sometimes. And that's what we, we, we've laughed before because Pastor Baxter has, has talked about cafeteria Christians where they, they pick and choose what they want to believe and what they don't want to believe. Bottom line is, the timing of the rapture, is that's not a salvation issue. And so we, we don't like to uh, get in big debates or arguments with folks over the timing of the rapture. We know what the Word of God says. We try to steer them to the Word of God where they can see that. But at the end of the day, the really important thing is, are you born again? Because if you are, then it doesn't matter. If the Lord comes for me tonight... Or if I'm here till the time of the rapture, then uh, I'm going to be covered if I'm born again. And so that's the important thing. We want people uh, to, to know what that means to be born again, to be saved, uh, and to uh, not have to worry about the timing of it. We, we know what Scripture says, so we try to help people understand that. Uh, but it's not something right. we want to you know, cause any kind of argument or, or uh, discontent with somebody who follows the program. We encourage people to get into the Word themselves and study that out for themselves. So we just like to give those scriptures, like the ones you described today, to help them understand better. Yeah, uh, one quick thing, Doug. Um, a workman that need not to be ashamed, a carpenter, um, and that's what I go by because I, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I know what's going to happen how it's going to happen, and I'm ready. Amen. Amen. That's right. So as long as you're ready, that's the, that's the key to the whole thing there, Edward. Amen. Thank you for your call, Edward. We appreciate it very much. Let's go to Amanda in Ohio. Amanda, welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Hi. Um, so I, uh, I don't know what I, I Amanda, I do want to warn you. We're short on time. And I don't want okay. to cut you off at the end, so if you could get to your question, we'll do our best to um, respond. Sure. Uh, I had one vaccine, and it just, everything inside of me tells me bad, and I don't know if it's the mark or not the mark, and I just panic. Well, I, I can tell you that it's not the mark of the beast. 
And the way that we know that, Amanda, is because the timing for the mark of the beast is not yet here. Okay, we know in Revelation 13 when it talks about the mark of the beast, for one thing, the Antichrist has not been revealed. So that won't happen until the middle of that final seven years. We're not even in the final seven years yet. So that won't happen until then. Also, the false prophet is the one that causes people to worship the beast and take the mark. Uh, I do not believe that this vaccine has anything to do with the mark, but I do encourage people to, to research out the vaccine and then you have to make your best judgment based on your health and, and what you need to do, what's best for you. Get with your doctors, doctors you can trust, do your own research. There's plenty of information out there on, on the web to, that talks about that and gives you more information. But if you feel any inkling in your spirit about it and, and you're healthy without it, then mm-hmm. you just need to follow, follow that because... Yeah. I believe that the Lord gives us discernment over things. And if, if you're feeling like you don't need to do it again, then don't do it again. That's your call. We we don't give medical advice on here. So, sure. you know, I can't do that for you. But I can tell you that the Lord gives us a spirit of discernment. And so if you're feeling something odd about that, research it and make an educated decision and pray about it. Okay. Thank you for your call, Amanda. God bless you. Doug, we've got 20 seconds. How do we want to depart with everyone? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, here we are again with uh, a call-in Friday where we've talked about a lot of different things. Indeed. Uh, the bottom line is that, you know, the Lord is coming back. We're in the end times, Vince, so we got to be ready. Absolutely. Go to endtime.com slash reborn. Learn more about that. We'll see you here on Monday at 3 Central Time. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com. 